Chapter 5 After this there was a Jewish festival, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, at the Sheep Gate, there's a pool called in Aramaic Bethsaida, with five colonnades. A mass of sick people lie there, blind, crippled, and paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel of the Lord used to go down at certain seasons into the pool and stir up the water. Whoever first stepped in when the water was stirred was cured from whatever disease he was afflicted with. There was one man there who had been sick for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and knowing he had been an invalid for such a long time, asked him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no one to take me down into the pool when the water is stirred up. As I try to go down, someone else goes down in front of me. Jesus said to him, Pick up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was healed and picked up his bed and began to walk. Now that day was the Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who had been healed, It is Sabbath, and it's not permissible for you to carry your bed. But he answered them, The one who healed me said, Take up your bed and walk. They said to him, Who is this man who told you to get up and walk? The man who had been healed did not know who it was, because Jesus had left since there was a crowd at that place. After this, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Look, you are healed now. Do not sin any more. If you do, a worse thing might happen to you. The man went away and announced to the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. So then the Jews persecuted Jesus because he had done those things on the Sabbath. Jesus replied to them, My father is working up to now, and I am working too. For this reason the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only had he broken the Sabbath, but he was calling God his own father and putting himself on a par with God. So Jesus answered them, I'm telling you the truth. A son is unable to do anything on his own authority. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Whatever his father does, the son does likewise. Because the father loves the son, he has shown him what he's doing, and he will show him greater things so that you may marvel. For just as the Father raises the dead and makes them alive, so also the Son makes alive whom he wishes. The Father judges no one, but has put all judgment into the hands of the Son, so that everyone may honor the Son as they honor the Father. The one who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who commissioned him as his agent. 
I tell you on the highest authority that the one who hears my gospel word and thus believes the one who commissioned me has the life of the age to come. And he will not come into judgment, but he has been transferred from death to life. I'm telling you the truth. The hour is coming, and now already is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will come back to life. Just as the Father has life in himself, so also he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to carry out judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, because the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear the voice of the Son of Man. They will come out of their graves, the ones who have done good to a resurrection of life, and those who have practiced evil to a resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing on my own authority. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is fair, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who commissioned me as his agent. If I witness about myself, my witness is not true. There is another who witnesses about me, and I know that the witness he gives on my behalf is true. You sent messengers to John, and he witnessed to the truth. I do not accept witness from men, but these things I am telling you so that you can be saved. He was a bright shining light, and you were willing to rejoice in his light for a time. But I have a much greater witness than John, because the works which the Father has given me to do, these works witness to the fact that the Father has commissioned me, and my Father who commissioned me has borne witness to me. You have never heard his voice or seen his form at any time, and you do not have his word living in your heart. Because the one whom the Father commissioned, him you do not believe. You search the Scriptures because you imagine that you have the life of the age to come in them. These are the very Scriptures which bear witness to me. But you are not willing to come to me to have that life. I do not receive praise from men, but I know that you do not have God's love in you. I have come in the name of my Father as his agent, and you do not accept me. Yet if another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you possibly believe when you accept praise from one another and you fail to seek the praise which comes from the only one who is God? Do not imagine that I will accuse you before the Father, there is one who will accuse you, and that is Moses, in whom you claim to have placed your hope. If indeed you believed Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But if you will not believe his writings, how can you possibly believe 
my woods. <laughs>